0: Thank you for being with us tonight, September 21st, and uh, I am Michael Coleman with the League of Women Voters of Oakland. The League of Women Voters is a trusted membership organization that encourages informed and active participation in government. We do not endorse or oppose candidates or political parties. The League participates in issue advocacy and voter education. The advocacy arm of the League may take positions on issues such as a rise in ballot measures. This forum was presented by the education arm of the League, which does not take positions or advocate for them. We're going to have one and a half minutes for opening statements, and then we'll have one minute for each of the questions and for a one minute closing statement. Um, and the candidates tonight are uh, Marcy Hodge, Amanda Imara, Nahumda, sorry, Nahumda Amara and Larry Reed. We'll start with Marcy Hodge.
1: Good evening and thank you for this open door. My name is Marcy Hodge. I'm a candidate for Oakland City Council District 7. And I am running because I am a lifelong resident of the East Oakland area, in particular District 7. and. As a resident in the city, uh, I haven't really noticed a lot of changes. And so I'm running because people, Oakland is at a crossroads. Oakland residents are looking for better jobs, or they're just looking for jobs. They're looking for higher wages. They're looking for uh, safe neighborhoods. They're looking you know, for a leader that is actually going to fight for the issues for this district. District 7 is a district where um, when you compare other districts, we don't really see the progress as we have seen with maybe District 5 or the North Oakland area or even West Oakland. And we need someone in office that is going to uh, listen to the voice of the people and get out there and really be a fighter for improving our city here in District 7. Uh, district 7 also is rifled with many safety issues. Many residents talk about, um, you know, traffic and sometimes drive up and down the streets and, you know, people are driving on the other side of the road. Uh, many shootings happen in this district. And it's just a district where we need a representation, who, someone who's going to represent the district and fight for many issues that we have and need to be resolved.
0: Thank you. And uh, now, I'm
2: Thank you. This is on? Thank you, good evening. I'm De Honda Imara and I'm running for District 7 City Council. And I really wanna thank the League of Women Voters, Block by Block Organizing Network, and 100 Black Women for um, having this forum tonight. Thank you so much, and for all the work that you've done for Oakland and other communities. I live not too far from here in Brookfield Village, here in the Flatlands. I'm a mother, I'm an educator, and I'm a community advocate. I've been an organizer with Communities for a Better Environment for about ten years, nine years. I've been an educator with Merritt Community College, African American Studies Department for the past ten years. And in those capacities, I have uh, worked with grassroots communities, um, help create a lot of coalitions and networks that want to and are fighting for positive change around health issues in Oakland. I think our health is at the core of what I consider the problems that we're facing and health and environment as you might know are some of my core values and if you know the fights that I've been fighting to protect our health and we know that women and children are our most vulnerable populations when it comes to our health and environment. And so I'm running because I wanna bring these networks, bring these coalitions, bring this experience as an educator, as a mother whose daughter went to Oakland Public Schools, who was born right here at Highland Hospital. I wanna bring these networks, bring these um, skills that I have developed as an organizer and as an educator and as a parent into your seat District 7 City Council is your seat, and I want to serve you, and I would hope you would want me to serve you too. Thank you. Thank you. Mr.
3: Larry Reed. Thank you. Thank you. It has truly been an honor for me to. Thank you. It has truly been an honor for me to represent the residents of this district, the largest council member out of the seven. If you look at where we've come, the road we've traveled, over 19 years, for someone to say there is no change, then they're absolutely incorrect. You know, right across the street on 94th and International, my church, Actual Gospel Church of God in Christ, we're building 59 units of affordable housing and retail. Next year, on 105th and International, there's going to be 440 units of senior housing. Does anybody remember what Foothill Square looks like? That's an 84,000 square foot grocery store, a Wells Fargo bank, a new Head Start Center, Carl's Jr. is not the kind of restaurant I want, but Carl Jr. is gonna be coming there next year. Does anybody remember what 90th and MacArthur used to look like? That's 78 units of affordable home ownership housing that Gene Blackshear and Lloyd Jeffreys fought to make it happen. Does anybody remember what 98th and MacArthur used to look like? Where the old Ice House used to be? there's 34 units of workforce housing and we have been able to change this district in which we live in maybe not all the change that we would like to see but it's been happening for 19 years we've built more affordable housing in district 7 than any place else in this city and we will continue to lead the way in building affordable housing for residents who want to stay out here in deep stoken can be able to do that we have created more jobs than any other council district outside of downtown Oakland. So there are some things that I would like to finish up and I'd like the opportunity to do that. So I am honored and I've been blessed and I've been fortunate. I'm gonna walk and knock on doors and try to convince the voters to give me an opportunity to next serve them because I think I have provided the kind of leadership that this district has wanted. Thank you very much.
0: We'll start with the questions and we'll start at this end and work down the table. As we go. So, Ms. Hodge, you get the first question. What are your plans to address development in your district, in this district, District 7, at the same time mitigate auto congestion, transit through the district is deplorable unless you are close to Barton?
1: Well, as far as development, it's important to really look at mixed use development, for whether it's workforce, affordable housing, low income, or uh, live work units. We really need to look at a very diverse uh, way of development. We also need to look at looking at different areas in this, in District 7 in particular, where we can maybe rezone um, so that we can have, uh, maximize the best uh, availability of land use uh, for, uh, for our residents. Also, auto congestion. One of the main issues that I have with uh, the city is turning MacArthur, streets like MacArthur International and Salerno Boulevard into one way uh, streets going each way. Uh, that adds to congestion and uh, we've really got to have smart planning. Um, MacArthur Boulevard right now around the 7, 73rd, 75th area is a one lane each way. That that increases traffic. We don't need to increase it. We need to open up lanes, not decrease them. Um, Also for transit, we definitely need to work with uh, AC Transit to develop and try our uh, transit agencies to develop uh, proper or expanding our uh, transit in the city. Okay, Ms. Amara. Yes.
2: Thank you. The question is how would I address development and auto congestion, if I understand correctly. So I believe that um, development that is coming into East Oakland needs to be equitable development. There needs to be community benefit agreements, and I think one of the things that might attract more development into Oakland is to really develop the infrastructure. When I look at downtown and I look at other parts of Oakland, I see that development is attracted to where they can connect into an infrastructure. I know San Leandro has, uh, the city of San Leandro has a fiber optic program that is going to track certain kind of tech businesses. And so I think when we look at East Oakland, District 7, it's a big district and there's certain parts of it that need stronger infrastructure development. I think in terms of uh, Traffic congestion, I would get out of my car if we had better public transit. We need more bus services, not less. We need better access to transit, not less. Thank you. Mr. Reed. I,
3: I, I truly believe that, you know, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, myself, the mayor of San Leandro, the secretary of transportation, broke ground on the BRT system. That's the bus rapid transit system that's going to run the whole international corridor from downtown all the way to the San Leandro um, BART station, Davis Street BART station. And I think once that is all built out, people will be able to move in a much more efficient manner where they will be able to get around anywhere in the East Bay. And one of the things that's starting to help drive to drive economic development along this international boulevard corridor is that BRT system. I guarantee you, the 440 units of senior housing that's gonna get built on the 105th where the old Lloyd and Oldsmobile dealership probably would not have done it if he didn't know that the bus rapid transit system is going to be built along that corridor. Bishop Bob is doing the first phase of what he's calling Africa Town. Ultimately, it's gonna be 290 units of housing in about 30,000 square feet of ground floor retail for residents that want to shop can do that along the International Boulevard corridor. International Boulevard corridor is going to change. <laughs> you have the mic, Larry. <laughs> Okay, so are clean,
0: trash-free streets impossible? Why is there less trash across the border in San Leandro?
2: So clean um, streets is possible for East Oakland, for District 7. I believe that um, uh, a multi-jurisdictional approach, working with public works, working with community-based organizations, working with um, transportation departments, working with multi multiple um, jurisdictions within the city to address the illegal dumping. I believe that it's an opportunity that we could create green jobs for our youth and our residents who currently are underemployed in East Oakland. We could create um, a cleanup task force that is mobile. There's, there's lots of creative ideas if we walk and talk to residents who see the illegal dumping that's, that's happening in our community and I think there are solutions that um, the community has that other jurisdictions have had to monitor, to take pictures, to um, write down license plates and to move around so that these folks who are making these violations don't know when we're coming and how we're coming. I think there are, there are definite solutions to end the illegal dumping in East Oakland.
3: Thank you. Mr. Reed. Illegal dumping really is a huge problem out here in district seven and in West Oakland. One of the things that I recently did is had the city administrator and all the department heads to get on a bus and them through my district so they can see what each of us see each and every day. And so for the last three weeks they've been working on a plan. That plan will soon get rolled out uh, and we're going to have this huge suite working with waste management, the Teamsters, OPD. We're going to be towing abandoned vehicles and we're going to pick, be picking up all the illegal <laughs> dumping that, that we can see. Uh, and it is a challenge, but not a challenge that we can't overcome They made the mistake of telling me that I had some money left over when we had PAYGO account, and so I'm going to be putting up cameras, so maybe we can catch some of these folks, put them up on billboards and show their faces on TV. Maybe that discourages the folks from coming in our city and dumping their garbage.
1: Yeah. Um, Dumping trash certainly is an issue for the city of Oakland. I think one of the issues why it's such a difference between San Leandro and Oakland, because there's probably more of a social, cultural difference uh, where people know that if you go into San Leandro, you better slow down because you're probably going to get a ticket versus coming into Oakland and you've got folks speeding and driving on opposite opposite sides of the street. So we need to really consider that. Also, as Larry talked about, is employing cameras in these areas like international, uh, certainly in the area where my mother lives and I, uh, when you go through the different canyon on Golf Links Road, there are people who are uh, dumping garbage in those areas. And we've been asking for cameras uh, for you know quite a few years. In the Sobrani Park area, there's along the alleyway, um, those are dumping areas. So we really have to think about installing cameras and to prevent people from coming from other cities as well and d- dumping their trash. Also employing um, uh, residents to really write down uh, license plate numbers, and possibly taking pictures of folks who are out there dumping to really prevent uh, this
0: kind of thing from continuing on. Alright, now, the, uh, the next question, we will start with Mr. Reed. Oakland has lost 25% of its African American population. What efforts will you make to maintain the rich cultural diversity that black people bring to the city?
3: I truly believe that what we've been doing in, in the way of building the most uh, most number of affordable housing units in in one of the last remaining areas in Oakland. District seven, District six, and District three are the last remaining three areas where there is a majority of African Americans living. That's why I'm supporting what Bishop Bob talking about. You know, building what he calls he terms Africa Town along the International Boulevard corridor. You got Chinatown. The Fruitville area is defined for Latinos. You got the telegraph corridor defined as Koreatown. And so why can't we have an area that is why can't we have an area that is defined for African Americans? So we we I am working hard to try to do that. But in my last 30 seconds, Kenny Houston, stand up. Kenny's got a big old cleanup working with Union Pacific to try to clean up that old San Leandro corridor. And we funded a $25,000 pilot project to help eradicate illegal dumping. And Kenny's leading the way with the East Oakland Beautification Council.
1: Thank you. Ms. Hodge. Um, You know, by the time we build enough affordable units, we will have lost uh, even a greater percentage of African-Americans because they're looking for affordable housing now. Uh, many of you know Dr. C.L. Arrington, she was a professor at Merritt College. She talked about this when I was 18, 19 years old, almost 20, over 20 years ago. Uh, many of my college professors when I was at Cal State were talked about this. Why isn't the city not looking at these different trends? We know what's going to happen. We know when the federal government issues legislation that that is going to create um, an impact with the different cities. So these are things that we've got to ask our current council members, why weren't we building units? This, the Bay Area has produced, well, almost 450,000 jobs in the Bay Area alone with only 54,000 units. We're not tracking, uh, you know, building housing uh, units, housing units, along with the job creation. So we've got to make our current council members you know, who have been there uh, for 20 years or so, what happened? What, where's the planning? Mr. tomorrow.
2: Thank you. Um, Currently I'm a part of a coalition, that I'm a co-founding member of called the State of Black Oakland. And we've been holding people assemblies, Uh, the first one was last year at Jefferies in downtown, we had 500 uh, black folks there. Uh, Some of them who already have been displaced from Oakland, some of them who are still here holding on, and many of them who want the right to return. So I think one thing would be to create policies to help those residents who have already been pushed out, African American residents, to have a pathway back in. I also know that um, Elena Serrano with Eastside Arts Alliance and some other folks are working on a black business cultural zone to bring back the kind of vitality that Oakland used to be known for, for the African American culture and population that used to, that still lives here, that used to be more thriving. And so I think that we need to support those kind of efforts that are looking for opportunities to create cultural zones and cultural business zones. And I I would be definitely a part of um, strengthening those programs. Thank you. Thank you. This next question will be the last one. And we will
0: start with, uh, let's see, Ms. Hodge. What would you do during the first 180 days in office to increase the tax base by 10% over a five-year period?
1: Well, I've always believed, even when I sat uh, on the Open Budget Advisory Committee uh, in 2006 to about 2007, that we shouldn't always burden our uh, residents with taxes. We need to drive business. I'm a business owner. I have a a non-profit. Uh, group home for boys, and many of the legislation that the city uh, approves impacts my business. And it's hard to be a business person in Oakland. So we really have to open the door and understand what drives business to Oakland, uh, pursue businesses and to look for who's wanting to expand, court them and bring them into the city, negotiate them uh, so that they can come in, uh, look at uh, incubators and uh, startups, because whether you have an established business, many times they're bringing in their employees. But if we're looking at people who are startups, uh, we can negotiate contracts with them where they hire Oaklanders first. And we really have to push, because there are policies in place, um, really push to make sure that we have businesses that are uh, thriving and also hiring Oaklanders first. So that's how we increase our tax dollars.
2: One thing that I would look at uh, to increase the tax base um, would be to look at the um, biggest economic drivers in the city, and that's the port of the Seaport of Oakland and the Airport of Oakland. Um, I'm sure that they are um, major, 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 million, multi-million dollar corporations that could give more to the tax base of Oakland. Um, The seaport and the airport are the major, biggest economic drivers in the city, and that is one place that I would definitely look for. How do we create uh, more opportunities to benefit from that tax base? Um, In addition to that, I would look at uh, big corporations that are starting to come into the city like Uber and um, figure out are they paying their due tax to the benefits that they're going to be getting from coming into the city. And so I would definitely look at the, the, the riches of the rich and the big corporations that are coming into Oakland and benefiting from everything that they're going to benefit from coming into Oakland and make sure that the Oaklanders and the taxpayers benefit from them paying a higher tax.
3: Thank you. Mr. Reid. I think, I think one of the ways you do that what we've been doing out here in District 7. in 19 years, we've built five hotels. There's this thing called T.O.T., transit occupancy tax. It's not a tax on us. It's tax when people come into our city, stay at our hotels, and they pay the transit occupancy tax. And then it's also about creating automobile dealerships. It is one of the largest tax generators in the city. So we have three car dealerships in my district that we've <coughs> been in 19 years, and we have a fourth one that's coming over on Oakport called Akron. And so we got two new ho- we got another hotel behind the Harley-Davidson dealership coming, and then the old Holiday Inn uh, hotel that shut down is going to reopen. It's 294 rooms. It's going to be a TGF Fridays, and it's going to be a Starbucks coffee as a part of that hotel complex. And that's going to create a lot of sale tax revenue since we have a shortage of hotels in our city. Thank you.
0: Right. Thank you very much. And that is, unfortunately, the last question we have time for. And now we will have closing statements. If you get one minute for closing statements,
3: we'll start with Mr. Reed and Come this way. Micah. Thank you. I, I have truly, I think the work that I do is truly what God put me on this earth to do, to give back, to make a difference. Because when I ran for city council 19 years ago, this was known as the killing fields of Oakland, where I had more young African-Americans. And then when my district began to change and more Latinos moved in, I had more young African-Americans and young Latinos dying on turn my turn streets. On. And so we have worked to create job opportunities. Go over to Foothill Square. Look at all those young African-Americans who's working over there and who's working at, uh, at uh, the department store right across the street. Then go over to (laughs) one Toyota, Coliseum Lexus, Paul Volantos, and see who's working over there. There are people that live out here in this district, young African Americans. We have probably created more jobs outside of downtown Oakland than any place else in the city. If folks can't see that, come, I'll give you a tour. I will show you every single change that have occurred in this city in the past 19 years. I will be more than glad to do that and let you talk to some of the young people who are now occupying those jobs that we have created. So I just want an opportunity to finish what I start with. Thank
2: you. Ms. Amara. Yes, thank you. Again, I'm Nehonda Amara, and I would love to have your vote for District 7 City Council. As I said earlier, I'm an organizer. I'm an advocate for our environmental health and justice, and I think that, um... I would like to see um, different kind of partnerships and different types of businesses, green businesses, sustainable businesses, cooperatives, um, different models of doing business, different models of creating jobs, working with Peralta community colleges and creating career pipelines for the vision that we know is coming into Oakland. Um, As a mother, as an organizer, and as an advocate, I care about your health. I've been endorsed by the Sierra Club, John George, Democratic Club, Transport Oakland, Oakland Justice Coalition, Green Party of Alameda County, and the League of Conservation Voters, and I hope that I can get your vote, because I want to see a different kind of change here in East Oakland. I think we've had a good foundation, and we need to come up with some different, creative, unique ways of trying to create business, jobs, health, and safety, and just policing for the residents of East Oakland.
1: Thank you. Thank you again for this open door. It's much appreciated. Again, my name is Marcy Hodge and I am candidate for District 7 Oakland City Council uh, race. Um, I would ask District 7 voters to consider and to think about a leader. A leader has a vision and they execute that vision. I would ask you to consider Twenty years of service, almost 20 years of service in January. Uh, what has our current representative done with the 20 years that he has had? If he had a vision, he had enough time, more than enough time to execute that vision, what is he going to do with four more? It is time for change. And I'm asking you, when you go to the go to the go to vote, to vote for Marcy Hodge as your next city council representative. I want to see residents with jobs, safe streets, safe neighborhoods, and us no longer asking the questions about whether we can have that. We can.
0: Thank you very much to all the candidates and to the audience for
2: coming to.